What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Scale Riders podcast episode number 180. I am your host, 65 Oaks, covering model car culture from around the world. We are traveling all the way to Florida here in the U.S. to interview the one and only first time on the podcast, A.E. Rev. He is, as you guys know, the carbon fiber king known to put like pretty much full carbon jacket on cars. And he just got featured in the most recent Tamiya Model Magazine. I mean, this is an international magazine that, you know, goes everywhere around the world. And, I mean, to be on there, it's very difficult, you know. The man did it. He's uh, doing great work, high-level work. So let's just get right into it. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Hello. Hey, what's up, bro? How you doing? Welcome to the podcast. Hello, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing well. Just I'm excited, man. I've been, <laughs> I've been excited waiting for this moment to finally speak to you because I have so many uh, just questions and different topics that I want to cover on this episode. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I'm excited too. Uh, it, it's really great uh, that you're doing all that stuff. Uh, you know, it's uh, something different uh, from the hub itself, but it's definitely connecting. So, you know, it's very exciting. No, so. Thanks. Yeah, you know, I wanted to start things off uh, with the the most recent build that you just completed, the Nissan Fair Lady 240ZG uh, by Tamiya. Uh, yeah. Tell us about that. How you know the the types of products from brands that you used for this? Um, well, you know, uh, Splash Paints, which you definitely know. You know, he uh, kind of wanted me to. Uh, you know, deal with their products, even though I did, I did deal with their products, uh, like in 2018 and stuff like that before. But, uh, as you know, I do a lot of carbon. So, uh, he kind of sent me the model and, uh, you know, first he asked me if I want to do it. And I was like, yeah, why not? You know, I, uh, I don't, uh, buy any, uh, models hardly anymore. I mean, I, I get all the stuff from alpha model. They kind of keep sending me stuff. So, uh, I don't need to buy anything. So, uh, I was like, yeah, why not? And then, uh, you know, he's got uh, great paint and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, we were discussing and, uh, you know, I was like, oh, that'll be nice uh, if I'll do it in certain orange. So he sent me a, a type of an orange in the beginning and uh, I kind of tried it on a spoon and I was like, oh, it's kind of old style. And, uh, you know, it would look good if I just kept the car like in an old school style with all the stuff on it. But uh, I kind of wanted to mess around with it. And, uh, you know, I knew that I uh, had the RB26 engine that I had for a while. And, uh, you know, I never had a chance to use that engine. So I was like, oh, you know, maybe uh, we should try uh, like a brighter orange. And then uh, it kind of kind of showed me uh was a puppy red and it's it's like really orange red it really depends on the light uh, you know it's this color is really amazing how depends on what kind of how much light you put on it uh, if it's bright it becomes orange if it's dark it becomes like reddish which is insane color so uh, i kind of like the color and uh you know basically uh you know, he sent me all the paint and stuff, which he sent me the primer and, uh, you know, uh, like pure white and stuff like that. Because what happened with this model, if I wanted to get that kind of color, the exact way it looks, 
with his primers, he's got like a white primer, but it's really got some gray on it. So, and I had to use only his products, you know, uh, out of courtesy. And of course, you know, it's, it's his idea and stuff like that. So we kind of joined together. So uh, I used this primer and I was like, hmm, and I put it on the spoon, the, the, the paint kind of, the color kind of changed. So I was like, hmm. So he goes, oh, you should definitely try, you know, should put on uh, some uh, pure white on it. And I was like, oh, we're going to have to put a lot of paint on that car. So uh, I guess I had to paint it in pure white, which is already a paint job. And uh, then uh, I painted it with this, uh, you know, poppy red. And, uh, you know, this car already had like six coats of paint on it. So I was like, well, I hope it's not going to get too thick on me and stuff like that. Uh, but his paint is amazing, you know, so I was very happy with the quality. I mean, it really sticks nice. And uh, from the primer to the pure white to that orange to that poppy red, it really stuck nice to the car. To the, to the car. So, uh, you know, I kind of was very happy with it. And then, uh, you know, I was like, I had to do some carbon fiber decals to it. I was like, mm, what should I do? And uh, I was happy that they had some of the parts separated. Uh, like the rear wing and, uh, you know, the, the, the hood and uh, they had the fender flares and stuff like that. So I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, I'm definitely going to put some carbon fiber on it. And, uh, you know, I kind of put it together. And uh, basically, uh, it was time for me to uh, start messing around with that RB26, which is a, a hobby design product. You know, it's, uh, you know, it's not uh, from the original box which I was very excited because, you know, it's been a while since I did an engine. You know, it's like all the models that I'm doing with Alpha model and other stuff uh, didn't come with any engines. So I was like, oh, it's great. You know, it's finally I get a chance to do an engine on a model. So, uh, you know, I kind of was very surprised how I kind of, you know, kind of put it together a little bit, you know. I actually started to try that motor before I painted and everything. I didn't want to mess up anything. And uh, it was kind of <clears throat> the engine base kind of separated, obviously, from the body. So it was easier for me. So I didn't want to paint anything. I tried. And it looks like everything uh, will, f you know, fit uh, really good. You know, I didn't have to do any cutting or any special modification uh, or anything crazy. As a matter of fact, I was surprised that, the transmission uh, fit right in the same location as the older engine that comes in the box and the transmission mount. So I was like, wow, this is great. So I kind of went with it and, uh, you know, I kind of got everything uh, together. And then I was like, okay, I knew that some of the intercooler pipes and, uh, you know, the, <clears throat> the air cleaner pipes, were kind of sticking out because it, it was really meant for uh, uh, that was uh, for a GTR, uh, not a GTR. Um, uh, I forgot the name of that car. <laughs> this is crazy. On, on the so, like the new engine that that you were the aftermarket yeah, the, one that you were adding it, on there. Yeah, it it, it was it was ba basically meant for uh, you know the Nissans. Mm. So. And what I did is like, I was like, I'll continue to build that motor and uh, I didn't glue those pipes. And uh, when time came in, I kind of decided to, you know, to try it again. I was like, okay, so I kind of had to modify the, the pipes for the intercooler and uh, their air cleaners, uh, 
you know, I kind of had to uh, mess around with it and uh, fabricate it a little bit better. And uh, I was very surprised that everything fits like perfect. It was like a huge uh, surgery, you know, I kind of... <laughs> it looks good dude like it look everything looks so good together i i i didn't know i thought i honestly thought man that that must be the engine that comes with the model you know i kind of wanted to mess around you know taking risks sometimes i get myself in trouble you know like i'm not worried i'll figure something out it's only plastic and glue and Mm -hmm. if i cut something and fabricate something and uh paint it all over again i will do it you know and uh you know i just had to fit a little bit better you know but uh i was very surprised i was very surprised you know uh that everything worked out really good and uh you know i kind of you know it came out really good i'm very happy with it i'm very happy with the the way the body came out with all the paint uh, because i had to do the 2k clear coat that's another uh you know light coat the first coat and then the second coat was a little bit heavy, but the third coat was had to be heavy, you know, to come out really nice. And uh, to be honest with you, I never even buffed that car or anything. This car just—it's everything is from the gun. I never had to use any sandpaper or any buffing stuff. That's my style. I try. Wow, as much. Yeah, That's I try. It's, it's yeah because I'm kind of I'm very neurotic about. My uh, paint boot, you know, I always clean it. And uh, my air guns, I use two different air guns, one for paint, one for the 2K, clear. And I always keep things, you know, clean. And I'm kind of, you know, I'm kind of lucky because in my house, for some reason, uh, you know, it's Florida. So we, we have a lot of humid, but not inside the house. I have a great system of air condition, but it's never going like, on the humidity, you know, it's like kind of in the fifties, so the dust doesn't have a chance to rise up. Mm, you know? Nice. Yeah, dust is our number one enemy uh, in this hobby. So yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm very lucky that, uh, and and I and I try to keep my uh, room very clean, and uh, you know, I'm very neurotic. I always clean behind me, and uh, even when I do sendings, sometimes I will just take my model outside, which like. Uh, 75 no, not maybe not 75 but it's it's humid so the dust doesn't even go anywhere so i kind of like to do my sendings more like outside mm-hmm. you know keep the, the dust out of my room even though there's always going to be a little dust here and there but uh that's the part that um i'm always trying to keep away from my hobby room you know all the dust and stuff like that but uh anyway uh going back to the fair lady uh you know, I was very happy, so it was a good experience, and uh, you know, it's I uh, very I was very happy uh, to do the paint and stuff like that because I do you know I'm always thinking about doing a whole car in carbon fiber, <clears throat> but uh, lately I uh, decided to uh, kind of do a full carbon car and then paint a car, so it's kind of like two projects at the same time, and. Uh, that's what basically I've been doing lately is like, you know, I, I get tired of doing the carbon uh, or I'm done with doing the carbon. So I kind of jump and doing some paint. I'm kind of, I won't say like, uh, you know, I, I feel like sometimes uh, I don't want to lose, uh, you know, the technique, how I do the painting or, or the carbon. So it's, it's kind of, kind of balancing myself. 
you know, to uh, keep both of them because I really uh, love, you know, working on carbon fiber decals. So, but, uh, you know, I'm kind of don't want to forget or lose, uh, you know, uh, the talent of painting, you know, and stuff like that, uh, you know. So that's basically what it is. But, uh, you know, bottom line is that, that Z, I, uh, I was very happy with the way it came out, you know. No, it's beautiful. I mean, it's nice. And, you know, I like the the way your presentation is on your Instagram, you know, showing what you're going to start with and then just starting to showcase the the separate pieces, like everything, how's it, how it's coming together, those progress picks. And, I mean, I, I feel like you do have a, a good balance um, as far as starting, you know, midpoint and then getting to the final stages and completing uh, the build. How how has that like discipline been for you to keep that like before? Did you not have that discipline, or ha has this been something that you always kind of just stuck to? Like you know, I'm not gonna just from beginning to end. Um. Well, when I start a model, I'm very committed to it. First of all, I uh, I always try to finish them no matter what, even if I push the model aside a little bit. Uh, like I did with the Corvette, you know, I'm doing it for my girlfriend. She loved that body style. So I'm kind of, you know, taking advantage of it. She's very nice to me. So I was like back and forth. So I kind of, you know, like uh, what I do basically, I mean, I, I have a technique that what I do is, first of all, I love to show the progress. I mean, for me, uh, it's not just the final pictures of the car. I mean, that's the last thing I'm worried about. For me, the fun part is every part. Every part for me is a project. So, you know, the body is one thing. The interior is another thing. But then you have the steering wheel and then you have the dash panel and then you have the seats. And so what I do basically is the first thing I do is I start with the body because if you I got to get something in the beginning that will motivate me. So the most important thing is the outside body, you know, that it's going to come out right and I would like it. So what I do is I crush it on the body first of all. That's the first thing I touch. And paint it and, like, you know, get to a point that I'm like, wow, great. It looks awesome. Uh, you know, like with the Z, I kind of got it, you know, all the way to the 2K, even though sometimes I won't post the pictures of it. I will just put it aside and then go to... Uh, whatever would be next like uh okay what would be next for me to uh continue this progress so i can get forward with it and uh you know uh even though i hardly look at the instructions you know <laughs> you know i'm one of those guys that get in trouble always like to get <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> you know, funny I mean, sometimes i'm surprised by me like damn i couldn't even look at it like i, I that's me i kind of love to figure things out you know yeah. I, you know, I guess we, we all do that sometimes. Uh -huh. you know, the manual's we, on the box at the bottom. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I have a setup. I kind of have a setup, you know, like every every model. I start with the body, then I uh, go to, you know, it really depends if, if there is like the Z had the engine and uh, had the engine bay and stuff like that. And I don't know if you noticed, but I, I, I show everything. I show under the car, even places that you probably won't see i don't care for me it's like the fun part the most important things for me is even though i like to share 
what I do is just to do everything I can. It's just, that's the that's the you know even if you do you, you do things that you don't see later on or you're gonna hardly see. I still like to do it uh, all the way. So uh, you know I kind of go by progress and uh, you know I kind of put everything in. I have like special cases that I put this stuff away uh, because I'm kind of always worried that uh, something might get damaged. I had situations before that something falls on a part and then damage it. So I kind of store it in a little storage boxes, you know, you know, the special boxes that I have. And oh, nice. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I open the box, I look at it, everything is there. Like sometimes I'll I'll do like special paint on the seats, like the texture, you don't want to have any scratches on it and stuff like that. Or the carbon fiber, if it's bare carbon and it doesn't have the 2K on it, the clear coat, you know, anything that will hit it or touch it in a wrong way or get scratched, then it might rip. So I kind of try to prevent you know, to have those kind of problems, even though, again, I, I will fix it, but, you know, I'm kind of neurotic about it. It's, it's like a systematic. It's like, I, you know, it's like I designed a system that uh, would be preemptive from having any issues later on or any stuff like that. And, uh, you know, that kind of keep me on. And then, uh, you know, I go with the flow. And if I get bored, I just go to something else. Or if something doesn't look right, I go to something else and, then I go back and uh, usually what I do is I try to finish all the parts, everything, before I glue them. Mm. And uh, the you know that's when the fun comes in when uh, all the parts are done and uh, everything looks good. Uh, you know it's time to put them all together. Even though I think that's the most nerving part. I kind of <laughs> that's true. <laughs> here, here comes the glue and I'm like oh shit. Uh, <laughs> radio i'm like oh here comes the glue even though it's great glue i mean uh the glue that i'm using is like super glue it's it's amazing that, that thing saved saves me a lot yeah it, yeah yeah it's it's really good glue and if even if you went a little bit extra on it, if it's spilled on the side there is a way to clean it with the with a glue cleaner it, it, it's like a special cleaner for for that kind of glue that you know same company basically but, uh, you know, that's the nerving part when it comes to the glue. Even though I love to put things together, I'm like, oh, let's take it easy. You know, uh, think before, you know, dry, you know, dry fit it, you know, because I, 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 you know, the hobby is something that I love to do uh, because, it, you know, I kind of sit down, relax. It's like art for me, you know, and, uh, you know, take it easy and enjoy everything. And uh, but I'm very neurotic about, you know, uh, you know, I'm kind of beating myself up uh, if something is not perfect or something is not that clean. Yeah, I, th I think it's like a punishment, but uh, mm -hmm. everybody have their personality. I mean, uh, you know, it's like uh, my friend Scott, he's got that personality, too. You know, it's like... <laughs> Extremely, extremely neurotic. I think it's worse than I am, so it kind of makes me feel better. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, you know, um, from from seeing all, all this work that you do, you know, I when I came across your your page, you know, and I started following you back then, I, I was just blown away. And now that you know, seeing you, you know, through the years, and and now just like you know, having this opportunity talking to you, I 
I have to bring up, you know, this is something probably everybody wants to know, but, you know, when did you get started? How did this all start with model building? Your involvement, you know, how you got exposed to it, you know, just tell us your history with model building. Um, you know, uh, basically, uh, I always loved cars. I, uh, my father is a car guy and I mean, and, uh, he always, he was a mechanic and I grew around cars all my life. And, uh, you know, me personally, uh, even though right now I don't have this business, I, all I did is deal with cars and parts and, uh, all that stuff. But, uh, you know, when I was a kid, you know, like, you know, I was like, think like 10 years old, whatever. I think my father, uh, kind of got me like a model. I think it was a Corvette. I'm not even sure, but I, I think it's a Corvette. I'm not sure what year it was. And, uh, you know, he got me the model and because I always like to sit down and put things together and uh, paint, and, you know, like art. And, uh, you know, so I started, I think, when I was like eight years old. But uh, don't ask me how that, that came out because, uh, <laughs> all that, like, you know, I, I, it was, you know, my memory is kind of cloudy on it. But uh, I remember that I never painted the body. All I will do is, you know, it kind of I had like a brush and paint a little bit and then you know i really like to put the engine together and stuff like that uh but it was like you know putting it together painting some stuff with the hand brush uh but uh, never uh you know went further than that like spray cans and stuff like that i was too young to deal with that stuff but uh that was like uh, when i was like around 10 or something like that but then you know, I kind of, I think I built a couple of airplanes. I used to like airplanes, like F-15s and stuff like that. I knew about some military stuff a little bit better, too. I kind of liked it. But uh, then it faded away. And uh, I think uh, what happens is uh, around 2014 or 16, some, some, more like 14, 15, actually, I uh, kind of, uh, you know, ran into a model i think it was like a tamiya or something like that and i was like oh, you know you know i started actually started having my uh room in my old house in new york and uh <clears throat> i was like ah oh, let me start you know i had all kind of crazy stuff it's like my cave so i was like oh let me you know kind of go back to it see how it is and stuff like that and uh you know i wasn't like professional or anything like that you know i actually uh I think I bought sprays from Home Depot in the beginning. <laughs> you know, really, like you know, like wow. But you know, you know, I had no clue. I just wanted to put the thing together, and uh, you know, you know, I I always had confidence in myself. You know, that I was, you know, kind of felt that I can do okay. And uh, from there on, I uh, kind of you know start you know like uh, doing more research. And uh, I think in 2016. I kind of went on Instagram and I saw a few builds and I was like, wow, you know, I always, you know, I never thought that, you know, you're always thinking you're doing it on your own and hardly anybody doing it because to be honest with you around me, I don't know anybody around me that build models. Yeah. Everyone's like far away. Huh? Like you tell me the closest person to you that build <laughs> models, none, zero, Dang. you know, 
no relatives, nothing, absolutely nobody around me. Uh-huh. So it was kind of, you know, it was like my little, my thing, my, my, my thing that I was doing. But, uh, you know, uh, basically I, I started getting into it more in 2016. You know, I was doing a little bit in 2014, 15, but in 2016, when I started going on Instagram, uh, I was like shocked. I was like, wow, you know, I saw, you know, people, you know, building them a lot more advanced. And uh, I kind of fell in love with it again, you know, kind of. And I was like, wow, you know, I did all the researches and uh, start following uh, some, you know, great guys that build great models. And I was like, wow, look at this, how nice and clean and how, uh, you know, you know, perfect it is. And uh, I kind of started doing my research, but I was like, I kind of liked the Tamiya. I mean, I built a couple of Revel cars and... I was never happy with them because it, it didn't fit right. I was like a little spoiled, I would call it back in the days. You know, I want everything on a silver platter. Like, I won't go out of my way to fix something or send something down or cut it or adapt it. I would just think that you buy it and you should put it together just the way it came. But when I uh, started getting the Tamiya models, I was like, wow, this is impressive. You know, everything kind of fit perfect and stuff like that. So like, my motivation became better. Yeah, and, uh, you know, you kind of feel good about yourself, and so I start, you know, I started with uh, spray cans. You know, what I mean, uh, you know, I did. I was actually, I'm shocked till today how good I can spray with the spray can because it, it comes out of the spray can. And, you know, if you hit a certain places, it could be like uh, too much paint and stuff like that. So mm. I kind of made like a technique that you know I don't go by how much spray I put on a on a body, I go with with the light. Like I would always find a good glare of how much paint there is on a model, and I would just fill it up as you know slowly. I won't go fast, you know. I won't go like. Shh. I would just go slowly, and uh, you know, it was coming up pretty good. Even though, uh, you know, to be honest with you, I didn't even had a boot. I was like doing it uh, next to my uh, cape room. I had like a, I won't even call it a garage. It was like a little. Uh, you know, shed, like almost like a crawl space, but it was like, a, like may, maybe like five feet, you know, kind of under the house. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't professional. I was just doing it for fun and, you know, but I was started getting into it, you know, mm-hmm. and I was, you know, so I would go in there and uh, spray and come back real quick. So I wouldn't have any issues with any dust or anything like that. Oh, and, on it, yeah. 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 You know, and uh, let it dry and, you know, and then, you know, slowly, slowly. But then uh, when I, I think, uh, you know, I, w- I was actually uh, kind of getting into it, like building a model like every three weeks, you know. And uh, I, w- I have to be honest that all, most of them are very nice and clean. You know, I mean, they're not as bright as the 240Z that I did and, you know, some of the latest models that I did, uh, but then, you know, they're, they're nice and clean, you know, it's not like, you know, I'm, I'm neurotic, so the lines have to be perfect, no matter what, and the paint have to be perfect, if not, I will just, won't continue building it, which hardly I remember that ever happened to me, but uh, bottom line is, uh, I think, uh, you know, it all started when I, uh, you know, kind of uh, bought an, a, you know, like a, air gun and uh 
you know, it, then it started, you know, it became a little bit more efficient, you know, with the paint and, uh, you know, I, I, I hardly ever paint anything with a handbrush, you know, everything I do is with the gun, you know, all my painting, even if it's a little dot, I will just use the gun. I uh, kind of don't like to use brush unless it's a certain area that you have no choice. So uh, basically, you know, that's that's how I, uh, you know, got into all that, uh, you know, into uh, you know all this Instagram and that's stuff like cool. that. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm like yeah. pi- picturing everything you're saying right there. How you were like spraying and doing all this stuff. That's dope. What, what uh, airbrush are you using right now? Uh, Grex. Oh, nice. The uh, the pistol action. Yeah. Pistol grip. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have two of them. And uh, like I said, I'm using one for the 2K clear, and I'm using one for the paint, and uh, they're they're really good. I mean, I the, I think it's not just the gun. I mean, the gun is amazing. It's amazing. I, I can, I you know, I the 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 way I never had any problems except two seals. That kind of went bad on it, but uh, I ordered them, and it was like an, a joke, you know, getting them out of there and put a new seals mm-hmm. other than that. But I think it's more like the, the, the I bought it together with the compressor. Oh, nice. Yeah. And that compressor that the compressor that they have is really good. The pressure is really good. And, uh, you know, I kind of, that's another thing that you have to learn the pressures of, you know, like the paint is one thing and, uh, you know, the, the, when it comes to 2k, it's a different pressure. And then, you know, my paint gun, I use uh, two different needles. I will switch them sometimes. Like, if I'll paint the body, I will use, like, three millimeter. Uh, if I use uh, the 0.3 meter, millimeter, if I use it for the small parts, it will be 0.2. So, you know, I, I kind of play with the needles and the pressure, too. And, uh, you know, you kind of have to do all those testing and stuff like that. I mean, I still have a long way. I mean, you know, this hobby, you can you can never say, oh, I got to the top and, you know. <laughs> yeah, I you, learned everything. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I feel like I'm getting lucky many times. I mean, yeah. That, that's, yeah, I do testing, a lot of testing before. I mean, that's what saves me. Before I kind of jump, I'm like, don't jump, just try something before and, you know, and, uh, you know, basically that's what it is. But, uh you know, I'm trying to remember everything. You know, it's kind of yeah. uh, and uh, and um, in as far as your introduction to carbon fiber, how how did that go about? How did you get introduced to carbon fiber by like Scale Motorsport? Well, you know, uh, that's first of all, uh, yeah, I kind of, you know, after I kind of, you know, building all those regular cars like Nissan 350Z and couple of Supras, it was all stock. It was just stock, you know. I was like, I need I need something more challengeable, you know. I, I kind of need something that, you know, uh, you know, kind of, you know, make it more exciting, you know. Like I told you, I like to get in trouble. And uh, I started uh, building the F1s. And uh, I think everybody that builds models should try an F1. That's my opinion. Because if you build an F1, it's different than regular model, like a car, like a regular street car. It's many pieces. And then you got to do those pieces separately and then put them all together. You know what I mean? 
But the bottom line is I uh, kind of built comp all of F1s, but then I I saw this uh, Red Bull bottle. And, uh, you know, I would go to the hobby store, you know, after, you know, like I said, I would do like every three weeks, I will finish a model. You know, I would go to the hobby store and kind of pick up a few more, you know, just to keep me, uh, you know, busy. And uh, it was really fun. And I saw that Red Bull and I was like, wow, you know, I had all those decals on it. And uh, I kind of loved it, but it was like $97. I was like, are you kidding me? That's so expensive. And, you know, I would pass by it. And one day I said, you know what? What the heck? You know, who cares? So I bought it and uh, had all those great decals and uh, beautiful. The paint was supposed to be uh, like it's like a special blue with metallic in it. Amazing. I mean, that's one of my favorite models. Uh, but the problem was, is when I did my research on it, I was like really getting into it. Like, well, I'm going to do this professional and I'm going to show everybody uh, how far I'm going to go with this. You know, I'm kind of building motivation in my head. You know, uh, we always do this in the room by ourselves. But uh, I was kind of excited because I just started on Instagram. So I was like, you know, you know, I was excited to see that there is people that build in models like I do. So I kind of felt good. So. I wanted to push it a little bit further, and I realized they had, like, carbon fiber on it. And uh, it didn't come with it. It just didn't come with carbon fiber. I was like, whoa, well, what am I going to do? I saw other people building it with carbon fiber, and I was like, if I build that model the way I want to build it, and it would not have those carbon fiber decals, for me, it's a loss. You know, I don't want to be the best, but I want to have, you know, something comparable, you know, and... Uh, you know, that's the fun part about it. So I I, I kind of did my research and uh, was like, there's a company that sells carbon fiber decals that's ready. They're, they're pre-ready, just like any other decals that you buy. But uh, I was out of luck and I, I couldn't get it. I was like, uh, they, they sold out and I was like, really, like, what am I doing in here? And I continued to do, to do my research and then I... Uh, you know, find out that, uh, you know, there is a company by Scale Motorsport that sells sheets. Uh, to be honest with you, I had no idea. I had no idea what I was doing. I was like, whatever, I'll order it. It's decals. It's water decals. So I ordered those sheets. And uh, then I started doing more research uh, because nobody literally, uh, everybody that used their carbon fiber decals, they use it from Studio 27. And that's like pre-cut it, it, with the instructions and numbers and everything. You just put it on and, you know, and that's it. So uh, I kind of did a little bit more research and I saw that some people creating their own templates. Mm. So I like, hmm. so I got to create a template and then cut the sheet and then, you know, kind of apply it to the part, which, which uh, basically... I was, you know, that's the part I kind of didn't know that I, you know, I don't want to sound like cocky or something like that, but I was like, wow, you know, I definitely have it. Like, I'm like I can't believe it. You know, the graphics of it uh, to uh, to uh, kind of create the template itself. That's the job. I always tell everybody, forget about putting the decal on the, on the you know, how you lay out the, the carbon fiber decal on it. If you don't create a perfect template, it would not be perfect. Yeah. It's just decal. You know, it's like you're buying a decal. So you have to create a perfect template so it would fit perfectly. And then you know you're not gonna have any issues like access going over there. 
but I was basically, you know, I was really surprised that, uh, you know, I was kind of, you know, I was very uh, creative with the templates. So I kind of start, you know, laying out all those decals and uh, I was shocked. I was shocked by the the reactions of the people. I'm like, what's going on in here? I mean, people were like stunned, like, whoa, wow, it's unbelievable. This is great. You know, uh, you're doing such a clean job and stuff like that. But I didn't realize that uh, most of it was because I was creating the templates myself. Yeah. You know, the, the thing was that you, you created the templates, you lay out the decal. But I think I went a little bit, uh, you know, off. I started using all kind of different styles of carbon fiber. <laughs> <laughs> no, it looks tight, though. Like, I know when I started to see it, you know, I had friends DMing me photos of it, like just sharing different posts you had done. And the more, you know, we would dig deeper into your page, we would see, you know, you using like different uh styles and colors you know of the decals of the carbon fiber and patterns and all that and but it just it looked dope you know and yeah, as yeah. you started to see that you were developing your own style on on things and to the point where i i know for for a fact you've motivated a lot of people to to give it a go and try it and even for myself like i had never ever done carbon fiber decals ever and from seeing your stuff and when I was like, all right, I'm going to build this car and I want to add little accents of carbon fiber, you know, I got the product in and then I was like, all right, I'm going to try this out. And like, it's funny because the the one thing I saw on Instagram from other people that would do it was like the common part is like the, the front hood. Yeah. So I would, you know, lay a tape and then trace that out. And obviously a hood, it, you, it already has you know, the lines there so you could cut it really clean and easy, you know? So I was like, all right, dope, I'll do this. And and the funny thing is, is I was already like messing up because that template of that tape, I was applying it on the, on top of the decal as opposed to putting it on the backside <laughs> on the paper. So when, I would, so when I would peel off the tape, I would notice, oh man, it's like kind of faded now. Like around it, it's dark. But in the center where I put the tape, it's like lighter. And well, you, we, you know, I always say that experience comes with mistakes. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. we learn. And, you know, I, I tried as much as I can to, uh, like, I'm using a one type of uh, tape. The tape that I'm using is a Tamiya tape. It, it's a perfect tape. Perfect. Uh, uh, you know, I, I, won't, I won't use that tape to... Uh, cover parts and paint over it because that would be like the biggest nightmare because it was kind of the paint kind of will leave some marks on it but uh for templates that would be the first the 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 best tape to use yeah. to create. it's very flexible and it it would never rip the decal if you even if you put it on the top sometimes mm -hmm. i have no I have to put it on the top of the decal and stuff like that but uh you know like like i said you know going back to that red ball you know, I uh, I, I kind of, you know, started messing around and using all kind of different styles of carbon. But that was a lot of pressure because in this hobby, with respect to everybody, you know, don't get me wrong. I mean, I have respect for everybody. Everybody, it's it's art for me before anything. So, you know, it, it, it doesn't have to be the best job. It's just the, the part of the art. And uh, this community is very important to me because I feel like, you know, this we, we, there's not too many of us. You know what I mean? So... 
the the part that I'm saying about the Red Bull, you get a lot of the people that likes to have one one on and, and like, oh, you can't do that. This is not in the real car. And I'm like, what do you want from me? <laughs> just having fun. <laughs> You know, I just want to put it on it. For me, it looks good, you know, and that's the one thing I like about myself is that I have an open mind, you know. In this hobby, we can do whatever we want. You know, even though we're trying to do like one-one and identical, even though I have projects that I would make sure I would do it like 100% the same as the real car, I like to mess around sometimes and create some crazy stuff. I see some people, they, they with the 3D prints and stuff, they're creating their own stuff. It's amazing. So, you know, and, and everybody's different after all. So, uh, you know, I kind of used to get some criticism on some crazy uh, styles of different carbon. Or some people would tell me, oh, it's too big. And uh, I would just not, you know, I kind of have respect. So I will kind of uh, respond back. But uh, I will let it affect me uh, because, you know, you should do whatever you think and whatever you like. You know, it's after all, it's, it's just for fun. That's how I see it. But, uh, you know, basically, like, the sizes, like, you have the 124 scale uh, carbon fiber, then you have the 120, and then you have the 112. And, uh, you know, I do my research, and some companies using bigger size on cars. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, you can put whatever you want. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, there's no law, or, you know, it's your build. You should do whatever you like, you know, if you can handle the criticism, it's okay. Uh, I mean, there's the, the model police. <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't get any rude people. Everybody's nice. I'm stunned how nice this community is, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, everyone's super, super nice and cool with each other. I'm stunned. I'm stunned how this community and, and for me, the builders, whoever builds is, is amazing. I mean, I have respect for everybody, but, you know, I'm stunned how everybody's nice. Some people want to say something. I, I kind of try not to say anything bad. I'm afraid. You know, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings or, you know, if somebody messed up, I'm like, should I say something or whatever? I'll just keep my mouth shut. I don't know if it's good or not. You know, if it's a friend, maybe, but not even. You know what I mean? It's like they'll figure it out and oh, they'll learn their way or, you know, we, we don't stop building. So we just get in advance. But, uh, you know, we're getting carried out of here. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I agree with you. You know, sometimes we do see stuff and it, it's just, you know, we have to be careful how we approach it because we don't know how the person's also going to take it. But if anything, if, if maybe we could maybe chime in on on an answer, like maybe you could do this, you know, to uh, to get over that hump. We could... Well, to could you, I get every day. Every day, I get somebody asking me questions. Every day. And, you know, because I do carbon fiber. And, you know, it's like, you know, it's understandable. Yeah. And, I, you know, I, I try to help as much as I can. And uh, it's really hard sometimes because, you know, writing it down is not an easy way to explain somebody. People need to see. So I go out of my way and create some videos and stuff like that. So, you know, try my best to show people or describe them. But one thing about carbon fiber decals is every part is different. Uh, you know what I mean? Like some parts require more heat. Some parts require more micro set or more micro sole. It depends if it's curved or not. So you can just give him the, you know, like if it's just the beginner, like if you have no clue, I tell them to go to my YouTube and see 
how I approach it. But if it's like technical, like uh, certain complicated parts, I try to make videos and stuff like that. Uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I feel good about it. Like, you know, that I'm lucky to be able to help people, to be honest with you. That's, that's one thing that, uh, you know, makes me feel good about this hobby too, that, uh, you know, you have a chance to help people. You know, beside all, all all the art that you do and the creations and stuff like that. But uh, you know, uh, going back to that uh, Red Bull, you know, I uh, I kind of had a bad experience with it that I learned so much is when when I got all the decals together. You know, I wasn't using any uh, uh, 2K clear. I was using uh, the regular spray can from Tamiya. Mm. And yeah, that 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 is that's the worst thing. The TS13, that's the oh, worst. That clear. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know. And uh, I was lucky I didn't get it on the carbon fiber decals. I had that uh, rear wing of it that had a beautiful decals on it, and I sprayed it, and it started bubbling up on me. And I was like, "Whoa!" You know how how the heck other people getting uh, you know the the clear coat on their uh, decals. You know, I was very frustrated, but I, uh, I don't know if you know him. You probably do. He's, he's, he's very famous, uh, Russo model. Mm -hmm. So I kind of reached out to him. I was like, yo, man, what, what am I doing in here wrong? You know, uh, you know, I, uh, you know, I sprayed it. He goes, you gotta go lightly and stuff like that. But to be honest with you, you know, he was very light on me. You know? He didn't want to affect me because sometimes you tell people to do certain things, but they don't have that kind of power, you know? They don't have the tools or they don't have the material. So it's like you need to use a different material of a clear coat. You know, that, that TS-13 attacked the decals, basically. So uh, he, he kind of helped me in the beginning. That's why I got to know him really good. I mean, he, he kind of saved me. He's like, oh, what you need to do is like, you know, cut it, send it down, and uh, you need to get an air gun, and uh, you need to get uh, the 2K clear, and... Uh, you know, coat and stuff like that. So I was like, whoa, what is all that stuff? I didn't even have an idea. To be honest with you, I, I'm lucky because my girlfriend, what she does is she sells paint. That's her profession. Oh, wow. Yeah, she had like a machine in her uh, job uh -huh. that paint you want. Just name the color. Any color. That's <laughs> tight. And... And she goes, what's the problem? I sell that paint. And I was like, are you kidding me? The 2K in the beginning. So uh, she got it for me. And, I, you know, I've been using automobile stuff, like real cars stuff, like, you know. And, uh, you know, that thing was amazing, you know. So I was like, I put it on and I was like, wow. You know, it's just like you have the three procedures that you basically, I would always recommend people. When you do the first coat, just a miss, just a tiny miss. Just to put a little bit weight on the decal, you know, just let it dry. Don't don't even go too much. Like go a little tiny bit. I did a couple of videos, you know, in the beginning, uh, you know, trying to help people because I don't want to see anybody in my situation that I was. So uh, and then the second coat you do a little bit, and then the third coat I was stunned. I was like, wow, this is amazing. I mean, and how hard it becomes, and how strong and how protective. I mean, you know, you can hardly even scratch. Even if you scratch it, you can buff it out in a second. And uh, so from there on, I started feeling like great. You know, I had the gun, I had the 2K, I had the custom paint. And, uh, you know, I started, you know, buying 
start investing more money, you know, like, you know, uh, buying, you know, like um, better tools and stuff like that. And, you know, you have to have all the sandpaper and like, uh, you know, from, the, you know, 3,000, 4,000, you know, all the way to 1,200, uh, you know, to to do cleanups and stuff like that. And to, uh, you know, to, uh, you know, to make sure you get rid of all the dirt if you have any and stuff like that. And then the buffing machines and stuff like that. Uh, but, uh, you, you know, I, to be honest with you, I hardly use those things. I mean, there's always a situation, but I'm trying very much not to have those issues. I'm always trying to keep the body nice and clean, except, you know, I had like few cars that, uh, I, uh, had no choice, uh, you know, like wet send it and, uh, you know, buff it and stuff like that, uh, you know, uh, <clears throat> you know, in the beginning, you, you don't know what you're doing. You have some deep scratches and, you know, I, I get all crazy with that. So I'm trying to avoid all that stuff. But uh, anyway, after the after I did the red ball uh, and I realized that people really loved it and uh, I kind of realized that like, wow, this is amazing. I, uh, you know, I kind of had the, the I was like, what am I going to do next? I'm like, mm. so uh, to me, I just came out with a GT before gt and i'm like wow this is amazing it's a beautiful car and stuff like that uh, so i was like well i gotta come up with something crazy you know mm-hmm. so mm, let me do half of the car carbon fiber decals most you know not really all half of it but like more like the quarter panels and the rear of it and uh you know some of the front lip and some of it with paint and uh you know, I started doing it and, you know, again, people was like, wow, you know, I was like, wow, this is amazing. This is great. Uh, you know, the motivation that people gives you too, it's amazing. And, uh, you know, I'm, one thing about carbon fiber decals is you got to be very patient. You have to be stubborn, but you have to be patient at the same time. And, and for me, it's like medication. You got to take your time. This is a different, this is not paint. This is not anything else. This is decals. And, uh, you know, you, you you know, it's 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 a it's a flat paper, and uh, you gotta put it on, and you gotta kind of work on it, and you know, lay it down nicely. So you have to be patient with certain areas and stuff like that. And I would call it a little bit stubborn too, because you're going back and forward, back and forward, back and forward. It's like a little war, you know. But you know, if you if you're not aggressive, you gotta be gentle. You probably you know the the decals depends how you use the the. You know the materials of the microset of microsol, but basically microset is I call it like glue. Microset is something that I put on the part itself, then I apply the decal. But it does have some strength on the top too, so I would use it too. I would not use, I would hardly use micro microsol. That's I mean specifically for uh, skill motorsport. Mm-hmm. Maybe with with other companies like. I'm not crazy. Like I, I believe it or not, I never used Tamiya carbon fiber decals. I have like almost every company of carbon fiber decals in my hobby room, just because I used to do testing on them. And some people like them because they're thick, but the thickness is an enemy too. Because if you get to a certain point, it won't curve right. You need to have something soft. So I realized that Skill Motorsport is soft. And you just got to be gentle to it and it would work out. But anyway, uh, going back to the GT, I did half of the car in carbon. I, I, I had no idea that that car is, cool, is real carbon fiber. 
sometimes I'm like, I don't do all the research, you know, and stuff like that. So, you know, I uh, I was stunned that that car in reality is, is carbon fiber, you know, everything. So then I decided to do the whole interior. And now then I started going crazy. I did like the whole interior in carbon fiber. <laughs> That's right. And I did the dashboard and I started getting criticism for people. It's like, oh, it's not supposed to be carbon. It's not so- <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Like, Where am I getting into this? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I, I'm telling you that I had like maybe less than a thousand followers. Mm-hmm. I didn't even, you know, you, you, when you start this hobby, you're catching the builders first. They get interested, you know? Uh-huh. Uh, so, you know, I was like, what the heck, you know, I uh, had Yanni from Rusum. I was like, just do whatever you want. You know, it was like my mentor at the beginning, you know, do things out of the box, you know, and just do everything. So I was like, yeah, you know, whatever, you know, I'll, 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 I'll do whatever I think, you know, I, you know, I just, you know, I just get confused from people sometimes, you know, but, uh, you know, then I really fell in love with, with the with the carbon fiber because that Ford GT came out really special. And people started saying, oh, you know, it's the greatest GT. And I'm like, wow, what's going on in here? And I was like, wow, this is getting crazy. You know, I'm having crowds and stuff like that. So it kind of pumps you up, you know. No, yeah. And then you're a bit like your, your numbers started to grow, too, on followers. <laughs> You know, we all victims as, 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 you know, builders because we do this in a room alone. Yeah. <laughs> you know, with, with some music quiet. Nobody's around you when you do it. And all of a sudden, you're showing your stuff and you're getting, you know, you get a lot more compliments than criticism, which the criticism is not really criticism. It's just opinions. And it's good. It motivates me. You know, I like it. You know, I kind of like, oh, I'll show you next time. You know, jokingly, nothing personally. But then... uh you know, I kind of had the, I, I remember that I had the GTR. It's like, I got to do this whole car in carbon fiber. And people told me on the GT, they, you know, it's like, why don't you do a whole car in carbon fiber? And I was like, oh, that's a good idea. But I was already in the middle of that car, already painted. And it came out nice. Don't get me wrong. I love to do a car with some carbon and some paint. And then, uh, so I just like, I'm going to do this GTR with some carbon fiber and stuff like that, you know, full carbon and, uh, created all the templates and uh that really kind of took off when i did that car that my instagram started blowing up i was like wow amazing this is amazing i mean i couldn't believe how people loved it but you know i didn't even know that not many people creating their own templates you know i mean people will do a hood something like that so but i i always knew that you know, like in, in the way I think, I'm always thinking ahead. I'm like, what is carbon fiber? Carbon fiber is the future. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Everything will be carbon fiber. And I saw that in 2018 already. I was like, I got to do everything carbon fiber. I mean, it, it, it definitely, I, I know I'm going crazy sometimes and stuff like that. But, you know, I, I, I kind of have a passion about it and stuff like that. And uh, so, you know, I decided to do the whole, that's when I kind of met Splash. It's like, oh, you got to use my 2K. And uh, I kind of used this 2K and uh, it was really good, you know. But I was getting so much supply for my uh, girlfriend that I, I, I used to have leftovers. I'm like, you know, it, it comes in big, uh, you know, containers. It's not like small, like the way they give it to you, um, you know, in a small, uh, you know, 
stuff, you know. So basically, uh, you know, I uh, kind of, you know, like his product and, uh, you know, I used it. But uh, then I continued and uh, you're talking about skill motorsports. When I, uh, you know, after the GTR, I built a couple of more cars with some paint and carbon. But then I, I you know, I kind of killed all the Tamiya models. I kind of bought every Tamiya model that I liked and built it. So I was like, what am I doing now? I mean, they don't have anything else. So I started researching and I found Oshima and uh, other companies. So I was excited. I'm like, oh, more, you know, different cars and you know, stuff like that. So More I options. Kind of, yeah, different options. You know, I was trying to fill up my room with as many as I can and trying to get, you know, different colors and all kind of stuff, like get it all crazy. And I don't know if you look at my old post, you'll see that old room that I had. It was like my friends used to come and hang out, watch TV, and I built like a wall, you know. People was like, why are you doing it? I'm like, when, when do you ever go and see, because I'm a car guy. And I love, like, I, I can't say I love a specific car. I'm like, when do you go and see so much beauty in one shot? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you know, with, between the shapes and the cars and the companies and the colors, you know, so that was my passion, uh, you know, and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, anyway, I, I kind of uh, found that uh, Oshima uh, Lamborghini, Marcelago. And uh, I was like, wow, this is great, you know, and that's, that was, that was like a perfect car to do uh, carbon, full carbon. And uh, that's when I started doing split, like right in the middle, like, you know, it's a book match. It's a little bit more complicated because you have to make sure that from the roof, it goes through the hood, to the fenders, to the doors, all those lines got to match up and. I'm really neurotic about it. You know, I, I have to make sure that it's going to, you know, it doesn't have to be a hundred percent perfect, but it's got to be in the right direction at least. Yeah. And, th- that was another thing too, that was, that I noticed like just from messing with the carbon is it's almost like you got to kind of like think about the direction before you get started. Well, I, I can, how would I say that I have a certain technique that it would always be perfect? You can, you can, you can give me the middle. Of, you can cut. You can take a sheet of carbon fiber, cut it in circle, and I would know exactly how to lay it down. I have a certain techniques that, you know, I, I need to have more time to do YouTube. I wish, you know, it's like those, those things, uh, you know, take a lot of time with my buildings. But uh, you know, I'm I'm, I'm going to have to do like a, another few youtube videos and show some of my technique how to keep it straight you know i i kind of helped other people with it and they they got it going on straight you know and perfect so there is a way to do it you know i mean it's hard to describe it It, 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 it's a book match you know i showed few times you know it's confusing but if you look at the sheet the left side and the top is the same and the right side and the bottom is the same, even though the sheet is not square. You know what I mean? So if you, 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 you I kind of don't get disoriented from it. If, if you get disoriented, then you start messing up. But, you know, I, I, I feel like I don't have that kind of problem. You know, I, I, I always find the exact, you know, I, I kind of match it right into where it's supposed to be and then create the templates and then put it right in that point where it is and uh, succeed. But there is many ways 
to uh i mean there's great there's, there's some guys that are doing a good job on matching it so you know it's not like uh you know a top secret or anything like that you just gotta sit down and try to figure those things out with the left and the right basically and uh you know you gotta look at it a few times and match it and you know match, make sure that it goes with the lines perfectly put it that way it's got to be 90 degrees okay. it's always 90 degrees however you want to look at it if you did the right side the left side would have to be 90 degrees from the decal itself and that's basically what it is that's how all my builds are 90 degrees that's that's what it is if you look at it it would be exactly 90 degrees of of the lines of the carbon fiber decals but uh bottom line you're asking me how i uh met skill motorsport they they kind of saw my job on that uh martial Lago and they were like wow you know you're doing a great job on uh on that car with the split and the you know the book match on it and i was like oh yeah thank you and you know i was like stunned i'm like now i'm getting to a higher level i'm like the owner of skill motorsport is talking to me <laughs> <laughs> that's tight where am i going with all this you know yeah I'm, did you ever did did they ever tell you like to come out to their place or their location where they operated from? Well, the funny part was their company was twenty minutes away from my house, and I had no idea. Dang! All that time, all this time, they were twenty minutes away from my house, and I had no idea. By the time I figured this out, they already moved. But you'd be surprised because uh, Matthew, Matthew, he's the owner of Scale Motorsport. I think he's one of the nicest guys in the world. He came to my uh, my house. He came down there. He came down to see the models. I'm like, you got to come and see the models. I mean, you know, you got to see it in reality. You know, the, the, you know, pictures kills it. You know, I, I hate taking pictures. So, you know, the quality. Uh, basically, you know, I'm not a professional photographer, to be honest with you. You know, I, I think I need to uh, invest in a camera and stuff like that. Everything I take pictures with is my with the iPhone. You know what I mean? And... Uh, so it's hard because when you do carbon fiber, you know, the camera start, you know, flipping, you know, going crazy because of the line and stuff like that. And, you know, that's why sometimes I put my hand in there because it, it kind of fixed the focus and stuff like that. It's, it's kind of carbon love the color of a hand. I don't know how to describe it on my phone, basically. But anyway, uh, Matthew from Scale Motorsport came down and he saw uh, my uh, carbon fiber jobs and the uh, Mar Marcelago, the Lamborghini Marcelago, and it was stunned. And, uh, you know, we kind of became friends and it was like, uh, you know, it, you know, he, he kind of said, whatever you need. You know, I, I, I told him my passion is carbon fiber and I want to do as much as I can. You know, I really love it. And, uh, you know, I, I feel like I want to cover almost every car that I see, you know. So he kind of started, you know, supplying me with whatever I need since then. And, uh, you know, what happened basically is, uh, you know, the, you know, the McLaren Senna came out by Tamiya. Dude, congrats on that. You were featured on the <laughs> magazine front cover issue 321. And this is like their international magazine, Tamiya model magazine, McLaren Senna full carbon jacket. Tell us like, I mean, how was that feeling? How does that feel like to be on the cover of that magazine? I am still stunned, to be honest with you. I don't, I never thought I would, you know, I, look, I, I don't go to shows and stuff like that. I keep it for myself. 
and then Instagram, you know, and then uh, to have your car featured on international magazine. I was like, are you kidding me? That's a big accomplishment right there. That's awesome. Like how far this hobby can go, you know? Uh, you know, I, I don't have expectations, you know, it's like a disease that I have. I love to do it. I enjoy it. It relaxes me. You know, I, I love the challenge. And, uh, you know, well, I'll tell you the story. I mean, well, first of all, you know, like when they, when the kit came out, I was like, wow, look at this car, man. I would definitely kill it with carbon fiber decals. I would kill it. And, you know, it's funny because I already started getting the name on the carbon fiber and people start, when the car came out, but to me, I announced it on their, on their Instagram account. People start, start, you know, kind of mentioning my name. Yo, AE, that would be a great car for you to cover. And I'm like, holy shit. People already suggested me to do it. But the thing is that, you know, by the time it gets to the U.S., I was like, oh, my God, forget about it. You know, it will take months. So I kind of spoke to Matthew from Scale Motorsport. He knows some of them from Tamiya, you know, their business, you know. So, you know, I uh, told him, hey, you know, may- maybe you should pull some strings and, you know, uh, we can, you know, I can, you can, you know, maybe you can get me that car. And I start, you know, being too friendly with him. But he was very nice to me, very nice. I mean, we're really buddies. We, we, we talk a lot, a lot. We talk almost every day. And uh, we talk about a lot of things. I mean, we can get to that later on. But so basically, I don't know how he he got it for me. Even though I think I was like one of the first or the second in the U.S. to get it. I don't know how he did it. They send it to him, whatever. And, uh, and then he comes to me and he goes, um, you know, you're going to cover that car with carbon fiber decals. You know, I would like to uh, create a template set for it and sell it. You know, even though I did that, we forgot about the Mustang. I did the Mustang for him and, you know, he sells templates for it, you know. And I created templates and uh, it's on a sheet. You cut it from the back and you put it on a Mustang GT that Tamiya came up with. Uh, an amazing model, even though I never had a chance to finish it. Because they always uh, wanted to that model to go to shows and stuff just bare with nothing on it. They don't want to have any parts on it. They just want to show the carbon body only. So I'm like, I feel bad for that car. You know, I was like, oh, I never get a chance to finish it. Maybe one day. But anyway, uh, they sent me, he got me the model and uh, I looked at it. I was like, oh, I loved it. I mean, I, I was like, wow, this is amazing. And uh, the only challenge was that every carbon fiber decal that I would lay on it, I would have to create the templates and, you're talking around 200 templates for that car. Damn, that's a lot. <laughs> there's, there's one thing is to put the decal on it, done, it's over. But, you know, you have to save the templates and put it aside and cut it and make sure when you lay it down the way they want it, it have to be perfect and have to be straight, you know, to match from, again, you know, from the fender to the hood to, you know, and... and yeah, that car is is extremely. Uh, it's it's like an F1. I'm happy that I built F1s because the the Senna is just like an F1. It's many pieces and then you put them together. You know, it's just it's a it's a car. You know, so uh, you know, you know, from there on, you know, I I was really 
really happy with the way he came out. Uh, I was like, wow, this car, you know, a lot of people think it's complicated. For me, it was really easy because it's separate parts. And I have a way to get him, you know, the parts right on on the on the on the line, so it wasn't that difficult. It just takes time to do it, and I definitely have the patience, and I enjoy doing every part. Every part for me is 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 a is a project, so I have no problem sitting on a part hours if it takes. But uh, you know, I finished the car, and uh, you know, he. I already sent him. You know, it took me like a whole week to create all those templates and the descriptions and everything. And uh, they're still working on it till today. Actually, it should come out. Uh, the template set should come out maybe in September, maybe later on. But it, it, this is like, you know, it's funny because when he came to me to do the Mustangs, the Mustang GT, I was like, oh, that's great. It was like, you know, two sheets when he came and asked me to do the Senna, I said, now you're asking to, uh, you know, comparing to uh, an apartment to a building, you know, the four is <laughs> Yeah. That, that Senna is like a building, you know, you're kidding Dang. me, and heard about me. A lot of sheets right there. You have to sit down and describe it, like where, which one would go where, and you have to take the Tamiya numbers and put the number of the part of the Tamiya. Like the diffuser itself have 32 templates. Just the diffuser on the bottom. Damn. So, you know, it took me about a week to sit down and figure all those things, you know. I, that, that's like really the job. So it's a different different category, which, you know, uh, I work with Scale Motorsport. That's the benefits that they get out of me and other stuff. And, you know, I, I get endless supply. Whatever I need out of them, forget about it. I mean, anything I need as far as carbon fiber decals, I think I have supply for another 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and, and you know it's funny because you know like I I have so much supply that I'm like oh let me try that part and if it doesn't work whatever and it works you know when you have confidence I'm like I don't I don't have a problem with messing up a decal sheet but it doesn't happen because of the confidence you know what I mean it's like weird you know it's like oh I'll mess you up I don't care if it doesn't work out I have to do the trial and it works out but. Bottom line is, I, I got the car. I got the car done. You know, I was very happy with it, and uh, you know, I continued to build other models. But one day, you know, I, I kind of went into Facebook because uh, I, I didn't want to be like all over. I mean, the, the YouTube thing, I did it. I stopped it. It started taking too much time away from my uh, hobby, from building. You know, it started getting stressful. You know, you got to do all those editing and stuff like that. So it's kind of kind of took the fun away from me. So I kind of stopped on it for the meantime. But, uh, you know, I kind of, you know, since I started dealing with Alpha Model, they kind of asked me to open a Facebook account. And I'm like, oh, my God, you know. Yeah, that's like, like you got to somehow put in some work, like promotional work. Well, you know, I don't. It's just uh, you know, for me, Instagram was already overwhelming. Mm, you know? Yeah, yeah, you're just adding more to the plate now. Yeah, you know, I mean, I love it. Don't get me wrong, but it gets to a point. You you still have to respond back to people. You mm -hmm. still have to people. You know, what I mean, you know, like it, it, it could take a nice hour and a half for me sometimes to sit on my Instagram and answer people or respond back. Damn, yeah, that's a lot of time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> every day, every day. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, so you know, I'm like, okay, well, what am I going to do now? Go Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. I'm like, 
<laughs> TikTok, nah. Towers <laughs> over like here, everywhere. Yeah, That's crazy. Yeah. When, when do you find time to build? Like, do you, are you doing it during the day or, or is it always at night? Well, you know, I I moved to Florida like a year ago. So you know, from New York. So I I, I used to in New York. I used to. Uh, kind of come off to work like six o'clock you know take a shower blah 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 and then my brain will be fried from all the activity of the day i mean i used to be a salesman and running a business so i couldn't even think no more so i would come in the evenings and build them in the evening till midnight mm-hmm. and kind of float in it and that's how i get my brain to relax and stuff like that but uh, since i moved to florida you know i have a lot more time even though now you know i uh, work from home you know, I still work, but I work from home. Nice. But I, but most of my buildings, you know, would be uh, the best part for me to to work on my models would be on the weekends. Mm-hmm. The like sa- Saturday, I'll, Sunday. Yeah, but I have to choose one day. One day is for my girlfriend. She's awesome. I mean, she's the great person, the greatest person in the world. She was supportive of me and stuff like that. So it's either Saturday or Sunday that I, I would put hours into it, like a lot of hours. And uh, during the evenings, uh, you know, like like three times a week, four times a week in the evenings, like around six, seven o'clock till midnight, I would sit down and work on my stuff. And sometimes during the day, I would just jump in there, just do something real quick and, you know, like, oh, I have to get this done so we'll be ready for for the evening so I, you know taking a break from work and just jumping in there and you know since i'm working at home and it's a family business and stuff like that i mean i live on vacation right now i, I need to discipline myself better but you know i give myself a little break because i just moved here so i'm still trying to adapt that area yeah no that's good no and that and you know that that's awesome that your girlfriend also supports what you do you know and and that you're aware of that, you know, selecting as well, like a day, you know, spend some time with her and, and also some time to yourself to be able to build. Yeah, and sometimes for the house. <laughs> you know, yep, like, you got to clean up and get things like tidied up. Yeah, you don't want to put all your time. All, I mean, I could be there days, but, uh, you know, I kind of manage, you know, I uh, manage to, uh, to find time for everything, you know what I mean? Because when I decide to go and start working on my stuff, on my hobby, uh, it's it, I want to be relaxed. I don't want to think about anything else. I don't want to have anything in the back of my head. You know, it's a place that I go and clear mind, and it calms me down a lot. That's that's the main thing that I love about it. I put the music on, and uh, I work on it and stuff like that. And you know, I relax. You know, instead of watching TV or whatever you know shows or whatever i just go into that room and just you know dig in there i call it like submarine i tell my girlfriend i'm going here <laughs> submarine i'm like submarine i'm going under the water even if you call me i won't be able to come you know what i mean like it'll take yeah. me time. because when you do carbon fiber decals you can't stop in the middle mm-hmm. you, you gotta, know like you gotta keep going you know some parts like uh like i'll give you an example the the rear bumper on the audi uh you know a4 that i did is a tough matter it, it takes about an hour plus 
and the decal could dry, so you got to get it wet. It's like a surgery. It's like back and forth, you know, get it moist in there so it won't dry on the other end and then go back to the other side. I mean, like some parts on carbon fiber will take me about an hour, and you're sitting in there, zooming in there, not moving out of there for an hour, literally an hour. So any any other movement around will distract you. You'll destroy the decal. That's how critical it could be sometimes on certain parts. So, you know, that's how it is with carbon fiber decals. You know, you, you got to stick to it. So that's like what I call like, uh, you know, I'm, you know, going in a submarine and I'm under the inside, the, you know, under the water and it will take me time to come up. But no, she, she leaves me alone. She's definitely supportive. You know, she, she's like my research person. You know, I need this. I need that. You know, she'll do all the researches and order for me and get it for me. I mean, I'm, I'm blessed, you know. You know, it, it, it's awesome to have a partner that supports uh, a hobby that you do and something you love, you know. Yeah, no, you're right. I agree with that. Yeah, because it, it's better to have a clear mind and everything when you're doing it because it would suck if you're on the workbench and then on the back of your mind you're like, oh, man, I, I got to take out the trash in like 30 minutes or I got to go over here and do this. And it's like you're not even comfortable at that point in building. You know, I, like I said, I, I make sure I get everything done. I mean, she have her things that she needs me to do and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, all, all that stuff. But uh, anyway, we're getting carried out crazy in here. <laughs> <laughs> how, how uh, do you ever, do you ever, uh, has this ever happened where you, you're like, all right, I'm going to build, I got all this time. And then, and then you sit there and then kind of like nothing gets done or, and you kind of, you know, you feel bad, like, damn, I like wasted some time. Do you ever feel like that? Um, I don't have that situation. You know what I mean? Like the, the, the worst car I think that I, ne I neglected was the Corvette C4 that I worked on, mm -hmm. you know, but I, uh, that car is considered done. Everything is done. So I don't remember anything. I, I like to finish everything. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I, I would only go like, uh, two models. Like I won't expand myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, I, 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 I you know, I, I it, it's it's it's. I see what you're saying because you know I have all those other models that keep coming in, like Alpha model keeps sending me that stuff, and I'm like, what? here's some more, build these now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish I, I wish I could do that one, you know. Yeah. But I, I, I you know, you you have to finish the model. You have to. Mm -hmm. You create a habit that you don't finish it. It's not a good thing, you know. What I mean, yeah. I don't want to in that position i want to finish them for me a mission have to be accomplished you know what i mean uh you know some are coming out better some not but you know I, I i will push it i don't one thing i like about myself is there's no timing there's no time how fast you gotta finish that model you gotta take your time enjoy it you know every model is different even if it takes you you know three months who cares you know what i mean we're not in a race there's no race in here so you know, like, I would put it aside and, you know, like, do the other car, like like I did with the Nissan. Like, I did some of the Corvette, and, you know, like, the Nissan, I got most of it done. I'm like, oh, great, you know, but I started getting tired of it. So I was like, oh, let me go back to the Corvette. And I don't know if you noticed, I took a 2JZ engine and I shoved it in a Corvette. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what would be, how people will react to that one, I can't wait, but... Uh, you know, that's something that I uh, wanted to mess around with. And uh, I was surprised how it fits really good in there. You know, I have those two engines for forever. So, you know, I wanted to do something crazy. And, and I was stunned how perfect that engine fit in a Corvette. Even though, realistically, it's a mm -hmm. You know, 
to uh you know to take a two Jay Z engine and put in a Corvette. I mean, if somebody would do this in reality, it would be probably a extremely fast car. But uh, you know, I, I again I allow myself to do whatever I want and uh, you know mess around a little bit, you know, do some crazy stuff. And uh, you know, it's for my girlfriend anyway for our office. So I was like, she wanted to have an engine and. The engine that came in a Corvette was like hardly anything in there. So, and it wasn't so great. So I was like, ah, oh, let me mess around with it. I don't care. It's not, if, even if I mess up, it would still be okay. But it came out good. You know what I mean? So I kind of jumped in between the, the two models and the, they both are done. You know what I mean? Like they're both considered done. I just got to post a few more pictures on them and, and that's it, you know? And uh, I can't wait to, uh, you know, I have a few projects that I'm going to work on, on uh, like uh, GP modeling. Mm-hmm. You know, he, you know, he kind of wanted me to do with what I did with Yaniv. Like Yaniv sent me uh, the model and uh, the Bugatti, and I did the carbon fiber job on it, and then I sent it to him, and he finished it. Oh, dope! It's a collaboration yeah. right there. Yeah, it's fun, you know, it, it's really fun, like, uh, you know, it's, it's like something different, I don't know how to explain that, it's like, you know, like, why not, you know what I mean, like, uh, you know, I, you know, he's got his thing, I got my thing, I mean, if you ask me personally, I would rather sit down, cover everybody out there, and just let, the, let somebody else continue to build, I mean, that's how crazy I am about applying carbon fiber decals to the body. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 you know, it's the challenge, you know, like, can I do it? Can I, can I, would it work? And, uh, you know, I, it works out, you know? So basically GP modeling sent me, uh, his model, you know, it's uh, Alpha Romeo by Alpha Models. And, uh, that's my, my next project. I got to wrap this car up with carbon fiber decals and send it to him and he's going to finish it and continue. And then, uh, probably do another Two more, like, uh, you know, I uh, definitely uh, probably do another uh, full carbon and another paint. I want to do, like, both. Like, pick two models, start with carbon fiber decals, get it done, then go to the other model, do some paint on it, get it done, and then go back, you know, back and forth. You know, just way I don't get bored or, I don't know, I think I have a problem that I hear from other people that, you get bored sometimes or you get tired of it and you want to do something else. So I kind of jump in between the two and, uh, you know, I kind of like it, but not more than two models. Uh, I would definitely not expand myself to more than two. Yeah. That's the, that's the limit right there for you. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, that's, that's basically what it is. You know, I, uh, you know, if you ask me, I, I, I really enjoy, uh, doing all this carbon fiber decals and, you know, uh, I, I get a lot of, uh, you know, uh, models from Alpha Models. I mean, they keep sending me those models. And I'm like, yeah, wow. I keep seeing you bust out, like, when you do the... I like how you do the unboxings and then the display of them. It looks super cool, like, everything right there. And, yeah, I mean, the, the quality of work that you do, man, it's, it's like, super high-level professional to me. And I, I'm pretty sure a lot of people will agree, you know, um, you're, you're inspiring a lot of people and, and I appreciate that you help also, you've helped me as well. You know, we've gone back with messages. You've done, you know, some like even videos for me, you went out of your way to do that, to show me, um, how to apply 
especially on those like complicated you know areas where to me i was like i don't even know where to even start and you started to tell me you know you need to do all these different templates for that piece right there and just the way you broke it down you made it very clear that that definitely helped you know uh push through it and i wasn't intimidated anymore right there i was like all right and you know for any other piece now i just have a, a better understanding as to you know how to approach it but i feel like the next thing i probably would want to learn is how we were talking about earlier about lining it up how you were mentioning like the 90 degrees and um just get everything going uh so this way you know the the sides match and and everything else that if anything i feel like that's gonna probably be like the next uh like yeah thing to yeah learn. basically to do a book match that's that's the the way if you, I mean, some cars have one, you know, it's one direction, you know what I mean? But if you do a full car or if you do like a, you know, like a, a rear wing or the front lip, you can see that a lot of companies are doing it, you know, like split in the middle. And uh, it's it's a little bit more technical as far as creating the templates, and but it, it could be sometimes easier because you're doing two different sheets, you know what I mean? It's not one, you know what I mean? So it's hard but easy at the same time. But uh, you know, talking about uh, you know inspiring and stuff like that, I, I never expected I'm gonna get to that far. You know, I uh, you know I, I feel great that I can definitely uh, help. You know, what I mean, uh, again, you know, th this is uh, great that uh, you know you, you you're doing uh, this hobby and something you love and something that you know you feel that it works out for you, but. Uh, you know, if I don't want to see anybody uh, failing in this situation, but uh, a lot of people need to understand that, uh, like anything else, it's it's experience. The more you do, the better you become. You know, it, it doesn't come to you in in one day. You know, what I mean, like with painting or with buffing or anything that has to do with anything. You you have to have you have you have to have patience. You have to you know take your time and specifically with the decals and I will tell everybody be careful with the microsoft <laughs> you know what i mean like that's the stay. that's the red bottle yeah i used to call it red and blue you know oh. some people you know understand it in that kind of language you know so i used to call it blue and red red why if you think about it for a second just for a second think about it one bottle is blue it will never burn your decal never never ever ever you can pour it right on the decal it won't do nothing to it. And the other one is red. If you put way too much of microsol on it, it will just eat it alive. You know what I mean? It'll burn it like fire. It will destroy it. But <laughs> if you I mean like so what is what what's the point of it? Is like some places you need to like if you lay out the decal, it's 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 flat. How are you going to get it to be stretched a little bit? So some places, what you need to do is put a little bit, like with a brush, tiny little bit on it, let it settle on it for a few seconds. I would recommend to put water right on that area that you put the microsol. You put water right on it. This way, it would do it did its job as far as softening the decal a little bit, but it won't continue because it's chemicals after all. I don't know if you noticed. I'm using a lot of uh, the Scale Motorsport. Uh, uh, magic uh, decal? Yeah, their their decal solution. Yeah, decal solution. Uh, I'm using it a lot 
because what Skill Motorsport did is they were getting sick and tired of people burning their decals and complaining to them too. Mm, yeah, like oh, there's something wrong with the decal. It's it's not my well, micro yeah. solution. So it just takes a little bit longer with it, but it doesn't harm. I rather it take you longer to do something than harming your decal. But uh, people need to understand that uh, you know you you have to be careful with those uh, with those chemicals because they're very strong and they'll definitely destroy the decal if you put too much of it. Specifically on the micro microsol, definitely it's it's a, it's a very strong uh, product. So I would always recommend people to be careful with it and uh, you know like use heat. When you use heat, it's it's softening the decal too. But once you use the heat, it dries it too. So you gotta keep that decal moist, and that's when you put the microset right on top of it. Even though you know the microset is more like glue on the bottom of it. It's still good to put microset on top of it, and it keeps it moist. This way, the decal doesn't get dry, and uh, you know you don't ruin it. You know that's the problem that people have. They destroy the decal, and then they get upset, and and uh, you know they they feel like they're failing in that. But uh, you know you, you know you gotta really you know be patient with it, and you know like you know take your time, and you know try again if you didn't if it didn't work out for you or something like that. But, yeah, you know, it's a different. It's, it's it's just something different. But as you can see, uh, many cars come with with carbon fiber lately. You know what I mean? So it's part of it. You know, if you a modeler, you have to learn how to do some carbon fiber. You don't have to cover a whole car, but you have to have the basics of it at least. You know? Yeah. No, yeah, that's tight, man. I, yeah, I, I could see more and more people, you know, wanting to try it out and getting into it. As we go, and then especially at seeing your work, I mean, we're excited, you know, for the future to see what else you come out with, uh, right uh, there. And um, and hey, um, it, it, it was a pleasure having you on the podcast. Um, if everybody wants to check you out on Instagram, it's at a e r e v, a rev. Yeah. Dope. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, this was cool. I mean, there's a lot, a lot of things I learned, you know, from you. On this episode so this is this is this is a special one right here great great i'm very happy and uh you know it's awesome uh you know to have you on your uh, podcast uh, as well man no thank you thank you and uh thanks for taking the time as well and uh let's keep in touch so this was episode number 180 for everybody that's listening i hope you guys enjoy this episode and i hope you have a good night Irev. you too man take care bud yeah thank you take care bye